This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. This next segment of Private Parts is brought to you in partnership with Think. Uh, Mitt, do you know what I love about you? Do you know what you love about me? Yeah, about you. Uh, Well, I kind of agree with everything you say. (laughs) So you're you're agreeable. Just to make you feel good. (laughs) And when you ask me about your age, I say you don't look a day above 21. <laughs> Those are probably the, the two only things. That's the thing I love about you, the fact that you say that I'm younger than I am. So essentially, I lie to you. <laughs> but that's not what I want to talk about today. Now, what I do love about you, and this is true, you are a safe and reliable driver. As long as I know you, you're a safe and reliable driver. Um, and also, you are responsible and alert on the road. And what you don't know, that's actually a pretty damn good thing to be. It's a defining characteristic. Well, I pride myself on it, Jamie. When you finally learn to actually drive, I might be able to say the same thing about you. (laughs) We're starting today's episode with a game of bad habits, from driving bad habits to everyday bad habits. Uh, What we're going to do is read out some bad habits that the listeners have submitted, and we're going to decide whether we think they're acceptable or unacceptable. Acceptable. Are they okay or no way? So, uh, Mitt, whilst you're here, mm-hmm. kick us off with a bad driving habit. Someone has uh, written in here. I know this is wrong, but I reckon I drive too fast in places where I think I know the area back to front. You get so heated when they, you talk about bad driving, you can't handle it. God, it riles me up. <laughs> I hate being overtaken. Awful. Where's he trying to get to? <laughs> Do you really? Just take it easy. Uh, that's a definite no way also what it is uh with people constantly checking their phones this is a big thing now if you get a ping on your phone it has to wait until you're fully parked up and safe now up next we've got messages from a couple of listeners who have submitted other bad habits 
Listener Alex has got in touch. I did play football manager all day the other day while I was supposed to be working. It was quiet, though. Wait, is he talking about doing football manager whilst driving? <laughs> No, he's not. He's not playing football manager. I, I saw. I actually saw that yesterday. A guy was playing a game on his phone whilst driving. No, he he was. was. He was playing Mario Kart as well, which is let's go. <laughs> that's the police when they arrest him. Let's go. Only eating the custard cream part of custard creams, then chucking the other bit in the tin. No way. What? I'm gonna say okay to that. It's like getting a sandwich and taking out the cucumber and just eating it on its own. Which I've seen you do, <laughs> do when he's on a diet. <laughs> wait, take it, wait, hang on. When I'm on a diet, I take out the cucumber yeah. and eat the bread. Put two of them on your eyes. Um, but no, I, I honestly, I think no way. That's just, <laughs> it's wasteful. Okay, also never replacing the loo roll. That's another one. Oh God, the amount of times, I mean, it's a bit gross, but like you've, you've gone to the loo yeah. and then you realise... That is a that is a definite no way for me. Not replacing the loo roll. It's no just way. inconsiderate, and it can leave you. I once had to sit on the loo for like an hour before the delivery guy <laughs> turned up with with only loo roll. So he knows what's he knows what the, the problem is, and I answered all with my pants down. So. All right, we've got to be a little bit more serious for this one because Joe has admitted to never leaving enough time to get to the station, ending up speeding there every time. No, Joe. There's later trains. Train, just leave enough time. Don't rush to the station, mate. There we have it, everyone. Remember that when it comes to bad habits, mates respect mates who don't take risks when driving. That is so true. And that applies to everyone. Now, I've known so many people who think that they're good enough drivers to take risks. But the truth is, such a thing doesn't exist. Taking these risks is just not okay. Watch your speed, ignore your phone and concentrate. And I promise you, your mates will thank you for it. So, Millie, what's your plan for when you drive home? Phone off, stick to the speed limit and I'll be home in no time. And that, listeners, is one of the many reasons that Alex has nothing but my utmost respect. Uh, You also know, Alex, that when I get my driver's license, I hope I can drive just like you. I'll teach you. That wouldn't work. I need a professional driver to teach me, but yeah, that's... First of all, you need someone to teach you manners. Get out of the way. (laughs) That's a school bus, Jamie. All right, listeners, see you later. We have a very big person on the podcast today. There's nothing he can't do. He said it himself, what do you want to do? I hope he doesn't listen to this. This is bizarre. (laughs) Who did we have on, Jacob? Spit it out. K. S. Ah. Yeah, all right. K. S. -S He's that fishing expert. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we had KSI, JJ, uh, England's biggest YouTuber. I know. It's 100%. actually quite mad what he's done, isn't it? He's, he's, I would say he's one of the world's biggest content creators. Well, after you, obviously. After me. Yeah. That's, but he is. He's one of the world's biggest content creators. He fought Logan Paul. Um, he's been doing YouTube. He's releasing music, his new album, all over the place, out 16th of July. He is a big, big guest. He's a he's a big guest. He's got how many followers do you think he has on Instagram? I'm going to give you a guess. How many things do you think he has? Um, I reckon he's probably twenty mil. No, nine point seven, but still. Mm, I bigged him up too much. 
<laughs> okay, well, let, let how, me. How, how many followers do you think he has on Instagram? 9.6. 9.7. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got 9 million or more than me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You'll get there one day, mate. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're one I... fight away from <laughs> <laughs> Would you yeah, we t- spoke about this fight. Would you would you ever get in the ring and fight someone? I just, it's not I'm not really a fighter to be honest. I mean, I, if if it came down to it, you know. And Wait, no, no, hang on. You're not to, in the street. I have to not protect my pride. No, it's not in the street. You're in a ring. You're going into the ring to fight someone. Yeah, I'll give it a go if I had to. God, this is just typical the way that you act. There's yeah. no, there's oh, no if volition. I to, if I have to give it, if I have to. Yeah, it's not my thing. All right, well, JJ, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This is a big episode. As always, private parters. Hopefully, you enjoy it. We got Mitten as the guest host today, as always. Um, and also, if you'd like to get in touch for our bonus episodes, we'll read out reviews, any emails, anything at all, charity nominations. Please send us an email contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send us a message on Instagram at privatepodcast. Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mitt, why don't you intro the podcast? Um, we've got KSI up next. Uh, he's fantastic. Not up next, not on a radio show. He's not up next. What is he? Just he, he, he it's like a song. Coming, not, coming on the show? No, just say it's KSI. Here we go. Until you pay me, I'm not going to start doing these little <laughs> snippets. All right. What? What's? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're just going to talk? All right. All right. Here we go. Come on, you do it. Show me how it's done, and then uh, you know. Okay, got work experience. All right. Here we go. KSI on the podcast. Enjoy. Now your turn. Okay, we've got KSI on the podcast. Here we go. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Everyone's just turned off. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. All right, here we go. Enjoy. So, JJ, as I said to you before we started, so mm. how much press have you been doing? Uh, <laughs> so I've been up since 7.30 a.m. So right now it's 3.51. So about like six plus hours. Who's the 7.30 a.m. slot? so early. That sucks. Uh, I uh, I don't even remember. Wait, wait. I don't know. I, it's kind of like I see everything. Uh, oh no, no. Two minutes. It, it should be pretty decent. Phil, Phil Taggart. Okay. Oh, so yeah. this is this is the big one though. This is the one you. This. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is up there. This is up there with the big ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is the big slot. But dude, listen, because I, I always think with you, because you've been crazy busy since you were like ten years old, pretty much. Ten years old. <laughs> As uh, I know. Creepy, you knew what he was up to. Yeah, how do you know? (laughs) I wasn't, I I didn't even know what I was doing at 10. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't uh, (laughs) doing anything YouTube-wise. But you know what I mean? You've been crazy since you, because when did you start YouTube? How old are you? 17, 16? I was about like 16, 16, 17, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And did you go into it with the intention of it blowing up? No, no, come on, man. No one did. Like, with YouTube, it was just this thing that, uh we everyone enjoyed doing it was like we, i was in this whole gaming community and we just like hosting uh games and uh showing people our skills but we never thought we'd be making money from it let alone being famous from it or anything it was just have you, like, managed, to, have you managed to make any money yet <laughs> uh just just a bit just a bit <laughs> yeah but, but i had this but the whole isn't the whole like youtube market now changed whereas before like we hear from like you know the only way i heard it from is there's that big american youtuber who's called david dobrik mm. he, and i saw his thing with like he did a thing with gq which he was saying that he was earning like 200 grand a month 
at the beginning. And then because of advertising laws and stuff like that, it completely changed. As in it got better or worse? It got worse. See, then he was know. earning like two grand a month. So actually YouTube has gone in a completely different direction now where mm. you have to be quite family friendly, isn't that right? In order to get, make no. things work. It's because I guess with David Dobrik's content, it's, um, it's quite wild as well as, but I mean, even if it's that wild, you've got melt boys who produce like wild content and they still make a decent amount with YouTube. It's all because they all use copyright music. That's why they don't get the amount that they would desire, but that's, that's their doing. Is that why? So if you use copyright music in it, then yeah, then then yeah, they take all the money, bro. <laughs> that's why you got to make, yeah. make your own tune. That's right? exactly, <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> you win. You're, you're smart. You're smart. Hey. <laughs> Wait, Jenny, but also I had this, I had this thing that you said. I actually listened to your interview with Louis Theroux, mm. um, uh, who's a legend, by the way. Louis Absolute Theroux. legend, yeah. Mate, he is a legend. But I heard that you you had this moment, which I actually thought was pretty um, uh, kind of like sort of well done from you, because I think there's a tendency to push forward with things all the time, right? But when you get to a place where you get sort of burnout in a sense, and mm. you basically took a six months time out, didn't you, to stop everything, to reevaluate, to redo it, because you're just like, I'm just making these videos that I don't even really enjoy making. Mm. I'm just doing it all the time because I feel like I have to. And then you took time out and you reassessed everything, didn't you? Yeah, and I felt like it was a necessary step to further my career, essentially, because, you know, I, I, during that break, I, I, I figured out what I actually wanted to do in my life. And I guess, essentially, it, 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 <laughs> why divide, or what I decided on was doing it all. <laughs> What do you mean? No, but like... I said, no, obviously, I, 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 it's not. After, during that break, I was there, like, I want to do music. Like, for me, music is like my passion. Like, you know, mm. it, it started as a hobby, but, you know, I love everything about music. Like, whenever I write, it doesn't feel like work. It's just, it flows. It's so easy. I enjoy doing it. But then, you know, I missed doing YouTube videos. Yeah. I was like, it's kind of, you know, like I miss making content. I miss um, just interacting with my audience. And then obviously the whole boxing thing came and, you know, I enjoyed that. So I was kind of in this point, at this point where I was like, why can't I just do it all? Why can't I do the boxing? Why can't I do the music? Why can't can, I do the YouTube? Can you do it? Yes and no. It's kind of like you have to be really smart with how you um well you have to be smart with your timings or you have to be quite organized yeah, so with with boxing yeah. you have to spend weeks and weeks just doing boxing you can't yeah, but you had to figure that out jj you don't no one like teaches anyone that right when you go you want to do yeah. it you just have to figure it out as you go along yeah and i That's guess cool. i i guess i just figured it out and realized oh okay this is what i need to do to make sure this works and yeah, it's, it's definitely, I'm one of a kind um, because no one else is doing it, but why not? Like, it's just... <laughs> Jamie tried to do it all. He tried to do YouTube, <laughs> did four years of putting videos out every day. It failed. Oh, did, bo snap. did boxing, lost his first match. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah. so, hey, hey, let me just put this out there, right? So I, this is so funny. So I started doing, so I obviously did Made in Chelsea and I was like, 
if I put a video out there, it is gonna get a lot of views. I was like, oh, this shit. is like this is like six years ago. Yeah. And, and I started the YouTube channel and I put a video out every single week. Every day. And every single I did I vlogged for 40 days, and that was the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, but I did a video every single day for four years. In my four years of putting a video, and I did probably, I don't know, 30 to 80,000 views a video. Maybe it was like a couple 200,000 views. I made $8,000 in four Sick. and a half years. Retired. Of making. Oh, wow. And then I only got to like 70,000 subscribers. It's so funny. It's such a different world, YouTube to TV. That crossover yeah. is so hard, right? Well, I mean. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, oh, not to well, you, well, yeah. well, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you do it all. You do it well, all. No, well, Jamie, like that—that's the problem. That's why you didn't succeed. Like you kind of just focus on the money, you and focused on subscribers. Like I focused on subscribers, not the cash. That was the problem. I well, focused on subscribers, and then I, but I still did it for four and a half years, right? I, so I, I committed stuff, but I agree with you. Should have given up, mate, earlier. Yeah, I was but, but I agree with you what you're saying. No, I, I definitely would continue what you were saying because that was important. So. Yeah, like you, you need to focus on you just enjoying it. Like with yeah. with the whole YouTube thing, like I wasn't doing it to be become famous. It's like all, everything I've done isn't just to become famous or get a lot of money. It's just because I just enjoyed it. And yeah, I've yeah. just fallen into this industry now that is thriving and right now i'm still just enjoying myself i'm still having fun with the sidemen i'm just you know making videos where it's just fun and we're just doing something stupid every week same with music i get to just do my hobby is you know my uh, job and i'm able to perform and just have fun with it and same with uh you know boxing i'm able to punch people up uh, it keeps me fit <laughs> mentally and physically, and I'm able to enjoy that. So I love it. I love it. Do how you <laughs> when you go into the zone of boxing, it's like there's a sudden switch it's, in you. Well, I just beat people up. <laughs> and bro, like I've been, you know, I've I've had people hit me up saying, "Ah, oh, like we'll give you this many millions to do a podcast, for example." And I've just turned it down. Same with streaming. I've just turned it down. You know why? Because yeah. I just don't want to do it. Like. It's, but, I just don't think it's fun, so. That, that's, no, but it's true, but listen. There's, so there's, that's why I'm leaving, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what is so, okay, but okay, but then let's argue that because I, I agree uh, with you, right? And I think it's so, I always say this when people ask me, I always say what I was really lucky to do was I was able to discover what I didn't want to do. And yeah. most people don't have that ability, right? Because they yeah. have to go and work in the local Sainsbury's or yes. they have to go and work in a place and they have to find a job and they have to pay for all these different things. I work yeah. at Sainsbury's. You are, <laughs> yeah. You're so relatable, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that thing, so I agree with you 100% that, uh, I, I said this actually in another podcast, I got told this piece of advice once, someone said mm. to me, business is paid in two currencies, cash and experience. Take the experience mm. first, and the cash will come later. Don't go into something because yeah. you want to make money. Do it because yes. you enjoy and you want yeah, to experience really it. Yeah, good quote. Yeah. But it's the tricky thing is is that you you're you've built yours up, but you you know you earn a good buck. You do this kind of thing, so you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do now. Yeah, but, but I've put myself in that position. Totally. Yeah, and you know, like, don't get me wrong. It's taken me years. Like, you know, you got to remember, I've been doing YouTube for like twelve years now, man. Like. I've been doing it for a very long time to be in this position right now. And I'm, I know there's a load, a load of other like influencers, like TikTokers who have just got the same level of success in about two years or three years. And, you know, not everyone is 
is is going to be as lucky as them. And you know, some people have to wait several years to get to the similar success. But mm. you know, you know, over time, it's one of those things that as long as you just enjoy what you're doing and put the work in, then you should succeed. Yeah. That's. But obviously, obviously, it's not the it's it's not going to work for everyone. I know, I know, yeah. But it's one of those things where you know, I, I it was a risk. It was a bit of a risk, you know. My parents put a lot of money into putting me in private school to make sure I, you know, went to uni and studied and became a doctor, lawyer, blah blah blah. And then I decided <laughs> that worked out. Screw that! <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. Fuck you, parents. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Essentially, I, I decided. You know what? Screw that. I just want to do uh, what YouTube. you loved, and what uh, which you loved, I, what right? I loved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is the funny thing, okay? Because also, Jenny, what I, I I massively so I think honestly, so I I have a big fear with these like TikTokers and stuff, and the people who get this viral content, right? Because mm. when you're viral, you go up like that, but you yes. don't really gain that core audience. No, like your, no, your audience. Exactly. The reason you've been doing this for twelve years, right? So your audience has stuck with you for that long. Yeah. So they follow you into the different things. Yeah. But the biggest thing which I think you've done, which um. I say for you and Mitt was pretty hard because we came from that reality TV background mm. is um, basically you now with your music, mm. you're, you're now collaborating with like some of the biggest artists in the yeah. world. How, I, <laughs> yeah. And that's nuts. I got, I got, a, question. I got yeah. a question about that actually. How did you find the crossover like coming from YouTube going into, because I, I find like as soon as you're known for one thing, yeah, you, you try and it's, enter something like music, people kind of go hang hard on Hard as hell, hard as hell. But you know, I, I had to be really smart with it. So I thought initially I could just be like, oh, I want to do music now and people will accept it. But that's the complete opposite. They, they want to shoot it. They want to shoot you down. They shoot you down. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you have to implement it slowly. You have to, you know, just like put it in there. Like, so with- You got to lube it up a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we, we, so with YouTube, with my YouTube videos, I would put in like little raps, you know, with my FIFA videos. Like it's you know, nothing too serious, nothing too crazy, but I'll just implement it. Yeah. And you know, it, it, I, I, at the end of the day, it was still like a FIFA video, but I would implement my music into it. And eventually like I'd start doing bigger things and, you know, slowly make it bigger and make it bigger to the point where I then put out a music video, Lamborghini, and everyone goes, oh my God, this is great. Like, yeah. this is what we wanted. Well, it, make, it makes sense for whereas them, they, they yeah, invested in it. Right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and they feel like they're a part of it. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, if you just go, I'm doing this now, they, they don't feel like they're part of the journey. They think that you're just, you know, bunning them off and just doing your own thing. Forceful, yeah, and it feels forceful. So was that, so was that actually, strategic so you actually thought in your head i have to slowly implicate these like different rap things in different things in order to make this well it was it was a bit of both because you know i've always wanted to do music and you know i put stuff out but i realized it didn't have the same reception and i was like why is that so i was like ah, oh, because my audience don't you know they don't, they're not part of that journey it's just it's just random so why not you know, implement small things just to make them feel like they're part of the journey. Because, you know, essentially, like, if I'm putting content out and I'm putting the music and it just, it feels, it intertwines, it feels right. And, you know, it made sense in my head. And then I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do that. And I did, did that for years. 
and I've been doing that for years. And even with Lamborghini, like after Lamborghini, I thought, cool, I'm I'm in. And then it flopped again. I am so Wembley. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I did. I, I, you know, I then went to like, uh, I didn't release another EP. It didn't do as well. And then I released another EP. It didn't do as well. And I was like, oh, okay. So I yeah. thought I understood this, but I didn't. So I then had to go back and back to the drawing board and slowly build it up again, mm. slowly build it up and then improve on the music. And, you know, eventually I'm at the point where I'm at today where people are excited about my music, mm. but it's, bro, that's the thing. People want things to happen so yeah, fast, in, bro. Instant pleasure. Instant bro, pleasure, like, yeah. bro, even with crypto fam, everyone's there like, why have <laughs> I not got gains in like, you know, a day or two? And then they just go, oh, I'm out. And they leave at a loss. <laughs> and it's like, no, everything, with everything that happens, everything that's going to happen successfully takes time. Totally. And people don't realize that everything takes time as well. Like I said, I've been doing music for 10 years. It's taken me 10 years to get to this point. That's why I'm always getting top tens. Like it's nothing. And people go, how is this? He's a YouTuber doing boxing and what? He's able to just release music. Like, well, I've been doing this for 10 years. Of course, I'm going to eventually be successful in it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. JJ, how much? I had a, I had a rumor that you put a lot into Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, so I put two million into Bitcoin. <laughs> wow. uh, well, I said Bitcoin. When, I put when? two. No, 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 no. I put, so I put two million uh, last year, November, December. Uh, oh, but this was into cryptocurrencies. I made seven million, and now I've lost it all. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's mental. Oh, yeah, it's, it's another EP. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a full journey, but I've, I, it's kind of like I had to experience it. I had to really delve into the whole crypto space, and uh, I, you know, I fully understand it now. So I put money in things where I um I essentially leveraged myself and uh I kind of over leveraged myself and to the point where you know I lost money because of it. Mm. I li- got liquidated. So you know I put in a lot of money into something, I got liquidated because of the Bitcoin crash. And then I was like, oh okay, well, big whoop. It is what it is. I'll move on. Like, you know, there's no point crying over spilled milk. And I realized that. You know, during the bear market is when you want to invest into things. You know, I got excited. I was like, oh, it's a bull market now. Let's go. And I'm just trying to put money into all these things. And, 
you know, I got lucky with the seven million, but I should have been smart and taking that money out, out into fiat and yeah. then just wait, wait yeah. for everything to drop. And then go it's, back into it. Again. It's that it's gambling, though, isn't it? You get carried away. You, you get. Well, like, and I don't do think it is. I don't think well. it is gambling. It is, it is gambling. It's not gambling. No, 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 no. Bitcoin is here to stay. It is the future. It's just no it's, one wants to accept it, or a few people don't want to accept it. It's, it's definitely here to stay, but I think investing in it. Same, bro. Cause, cause same it with Ethereum, like, Polkadot. Yeah. Yes, of course, it all fluctuates, but it's going up. If you stand back and look at the whole picture, it's just slowly going up. Yeah. And eventually you're gonna get a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin and a five hundred dollar five hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin and a million dollar Bitcoin. It's going to happen. Maybe it might take five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, but it's going to happen. You've got to remember Bitcoin doesn't have inflation. There's no inflation well, it's, on it's, Bitcoin. It's, it's really great because it, it can sit outside of, of, of national borders. It doesn't have to be, it can't be controlled by that's Exactly. What you like about it, and that's it? what uh, you, you like the like mystery of it, don't you? That's well, that's, <laughs> I, that's, I can hide all my money. Sure. <laughs> well, that's what's so great about it. It's not controlled by a centralized bank, man. Yeah. It's, and I think that's, that's so important. Like DeFi is, uh, is definitely the future, whether people like it or not. You know, look at the internet, bro. Everything is digital. So why would it? Of course, you're going to have digital currencies. It just makes sense. And anyone that says who doesn't agree with it is just is stupid. I'm sorry. Is this yeah, you but... trying to get the price back up? So you can get <laughs> no, 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 bro, bro. The price will go up. It doesn't matter. This is just a journey. The price will go up. I'm I'm fully into crypto, bro. I've lost seven million, and I'm still. Full JJ, on crypto. Throw another two like, million in. Let's go. Come on, let's do it now. Yeah. <laughs> double down, double down. Double down. Yeah. But no, listen, I, I think the thing with you which is interesting is that you've had your your finger on the pulse, right? You've honestly had it on like the internet space. Yeah. Like that digital space for like 12 years. So you kind of, I just feel you have that knowledge that other people don't where you see things coming and going and new things coming in and seeing what's going to stay and what's not going to yeah. stay, right? Yeah. So TikTok is here to stay. TikTok is yeah, yeah is so it. important. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> TikTok is not going anywhere. If anything, it's going to rival YouTube and rival mm. Facebook and rival. Do you all think these so? Other... Come yes. on, you... yeah, why? Are you TikTok? 100%. Do you TikTok? I TikTok from time to time. I look I... like an absolute bellend on it, and I still do. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, but whoa, whoa, whoa! TikTok is full of cringe, but who cares? A lot of people just don't care. They just have fun and enjoy themselves. TikTok is is. If you want to enter the digital space, TikTok is the way to do it. Whereas back in the day, it used to be YouTube. Mm. TikTok is the way now, 100%. Yeah, but okay. Also, I just want to give a shout out because we've been talking about your music. You've got your, your second album all over the place coming out 16th of July. Which, yes. by the way, just quickly, before we move on to TikTok things, Zach, so I want to mention it. Because... Dude, you also you also collaborated with a friend of mine, Anne Marie, who's a legend. Yeah, yeah, she's so so sick. Mate, I love her, her laugh. Voice, uh, her, yeah. her laugh and her voice. And well, like, it's so funny, like how she is in music videos compared to how she is in real life. Yeah. So different. Yeah, I know. She, yeah, yeah. You just don't expect it. So and yeah, she's like no. an empath as well. Like she's so kind. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Nice. And like she's fully into her football and everything. I'm like, raw. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was just quickly before we said who when, when someone has said like an email or a dm slide or someone has said i want to collaborate did someone say it to you like fucking hell no way 
when that came through. Has that ever happened yet? Uh, as in, like, no way I'm collaborating with you? Or yeah, no yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, someone that you're like, because as I said before, that crossover is so hard to do yeah. things. You've done it, right? And the fact you're, you, you know, you're not a YouTuber, you're, you're in everything now, as you said, but yeah. the problem is, is in the music industry before you started going big, people would just see you as a YouTuber. Now they mm. see you as an actual artist. Yeah. So when was the point where you, you sort of sat back and went, shit, this, I'm an actual artist now? I think um, when I made a song with Rick Ross and Lil Baby, yeah, that's this was nice. like straight <laughs> after <Yeah>. the fight. <laughs> Straight after the fight with Logan in LA Staples Center, literally we had it already booked in to do the music video. And I still to this day think if I lost that fight, Rick Ross and Lil Baby wouldn't have shown up. You reckon? Are you serious? 100%. Oh, come no on. It's a, it's a miracle, bro. Everyone wants to be with oh, winners. Back loser. Yeah, yeah no, one, no one cares about losing. Everyone wants to be with winners. That's why no. Jamie never got any records. That's why I got. Do you seriously think it was that much? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think yeah, yeah. There was a lot riding on it, bro. I don't because think I'd be as successful musically if I lost that fight. Mate, you didn't watch the fight, but but you you knew about it, right? And mm. I I remember I watched the fight, and when when you won it, yeah, you you like crying. You just yeah, saw how bro. much it meant to you because obviously yeah. so much was riding. I don't know if you were crying over Bitcoin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I, I wish I could have put Bitcoin money in Bitcoin then. But it's but it's true. But like you, it, there was so much emotion for you. There was so much yeah. obviously riding on your success mm. that you thought that if you'd lost, you would lose everything almost. Yeah, it's, yeah, and that's just you know like how everything goes with me. Like my legacy is so important, and I I always want it to be you know like a an exponential thing that just keeps going up and improves and gets better and better and better. So like the idea of me losing, you know, I just didn't want it to be a part of my legacy. I didn't want it to be a factor. I am a winner and I want to stay a winner and to be a winner, you have to work hard. And that's just what I did with the fight, man. Like I trained so hard. If people saw how hard I trained, they'd be like flipping it. He took He's this psychic. seriously. Yeah, well, yeah, man. You just have to be, especially when it comes to boxing, man. And even when it comes to music, bro, I worked so hard. You can see the difference between this simulation to all over the place that's coming out 16th of July, fam. Like, insane. No, for real. Like, I've done uh, levels. The singing is improved. The rapping is improved. The wordplay, the... Um, the, the, the 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 genres that I've bounced onto, you know, I've done hip hop, I've done rap, grime, um, drill, I've done um, <clears throat> Afrobeat, pop, like all these different genres on this album. I guarantee everyone listening, you will enjoy at least one song from the album, no matter what type of music you're into, you'll be able to go on into my album and go, oh, wow, I actually like this tune, or wow, I like this tune, I like this tune. There's 100% going to be one song you got, like. Got so. any classical on there? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. That's the next. Well, song. I mean, you never know. I mean, there might be. There's a little bit of classical uh, theme tunes. That's, <laughs> but... that's when you're still making tunes in your 80s. And you're... Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah no, like I... I, I mentioned that um, 16th of July, 17th of July, and 18th of July are going to be the days 
that I blow up the internet. All right, uh, JJ, we're going to stop there for the moment. That's the end of part one, ladies and gentlemen. But stick around. Click over to part two, which is just a finger click away. See you in a bit. Part two.